expectation is that we must take decisions in the collective interest of the nation and the generality of the population and not based so much on our personal relationships. We should focus on what the nation is asking us to do. Ghanaians presented a surprise to the politicians. And the surprise was that we gave them a new a hand parliament, which we've never had in 30 years. And I think it's not been handled in the best of ways. So, and correct this. Thank you. On that, uh, this is the only parliament where government must consider uh, cooperation in order to achieve uh, all their businesses rather than confrontation. Again, this is a parliament where we do not even have a total representation for some people of the country. And I'm talking about the people of SA, Central Kofi, Akpafu, Lulubi, and Likpe. And so clearly, if you look at this parliament and the expectations from them, they have not lived up to that expectation. And it is largely because of the confrontation from government thinking that they are still having the 169 MPs in the seventh parliament where they can bulldoze their way through all the processes. It is time that they wake up to the reality that, look, we do not have any, uh, you know, advantage over the other side of the aisle. And for that matter, cooperation will yield us a better good than confrontation. And on that note, I am also suggesting that government should listen to all the calls that are put forward so far by Ghanaians on issues. For example, the ongoing, uh, you know, criminal prosecution of the Asimnov MP. When a lot of people say that, look, this is not in the interest of Ghanaians. If the man is in prison for the offenses that are, you know, uh, charged so far, what is going to be the gain for the ordinary Ghanaian who is confronted with economic issues, hardships, unemployment, or what have you? And so just as the venerable uh, Domaini, you know, uh, cautioned or advised, the, the, the attorney general, acting on the advice of the president, should enter only prosecutor and end the matter. We are looking at a situation we, where we, parliament... We have a very arrogant government at the... At the at, at, exactly, at the, and I agree with you. We have it's a government very, that thinks that... very arrogant, you know. The, the 8th parliament can still do business with them as it was in the case of the 7th parliament. But this is a parliament where there is, there is no balance of convenience tilted towards you as a government. So you should be interested in having everybody around the table and say that, look, we do not have any advantage over you, but we want government business to thrive. We want representation in Parliament to debate on topical issues that affect the day-to-day -day living conditions of the Ghanaians that you so represent. And so let's cooperate. And I think that they should listen to good advice and cooperate. So and that stop the arrogant posture. Uh, I mean, well, you know, very, very, very interesting. I mean, and the one that matter. Right. Um, interesting, interesting perspectives. I mean, coming in, Ecos Karanan gives out this message. He says, Listening to you live in the parliament newsroom, this eighth parliament has really helped us. Just imagine if these NDP guys had an absolute majority. Just imagine, Kweku. That is Ecos Karanan's message. So, this is how we wrap up on Ghana Connect tonight. Very interesting views that have been shared by my guests. You've heard from Dr. Titus Bayo, Isaac Anan Pansa, Philip Saba, Samson Tagbo, Mr. Kolo, Andrew Darichi, with a member of parliament, and Titus. Be your former general secretary of the Ghana Medical Association. We are bringing to you a playback of the library by Andy Dusty. Weekend Wormer will start at 9 p.m. tonight. My name is Kweku Asante. We'll be back again same time next week.
station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the music. Best music. Joy 99.7 FM. Keep the frequency clear. This is the library. This is the library. In the library, we don't disturb. This is the library. It's the library with Andy Dostey. This is the library. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the maiden edition of the library on Joy 99.7 FM. If you can hear me loud and clear, welcome to the maiden edition of the show. This is the library. Now, if you've been listening to me, you know that this show had been airing on Hits FM for some time. This is not the regular voice you hear on a Friday evening, but this is the maiden edition of the library that runs on a two-hour stretch. Okay, so what we're going to do is check out sampling, covers, renditions, and what have you. We speak to producers, who speak to the artists themselves, Ghanaian songs that contain foreign samples. I bet this will be the most interesting radio program you've ever listened to, especially on a Friday evening like this, while you drive home or you begin your Friday night outing. Welcome to the library. This man is cool. And he's rocking your radio. What is sampling? Sampling means selecting the group that you will actually collect data from in your research. Well, that is how Google explains it. Now, let's look at sampling in music. In sound and music, sampling is the reuse of a portion of a sound recording in another recording. Samples may comprise elements such as rhythm, melody, speech, sounds, or entire bars of music and may be layered, equalized, sped up or slowed down, repitched, looped, or otherwise manipulated. Now, this instrumental you're hearing, this is a song... Or let me play the actual song. A song by Eminem featuring Lil Wayne. And they sampled Hardaway's What Is Love. Don't dirt on me and grow a wildflower. But it's the world. Get a child louder. Yeah, my life will reach. But you know nothing about her. Been to hell and bang. I can show you vouchers. I'm rolling sweets. I'm smoking sour, married to the game, but she broke her vows. That's why my bars are full of broken bottles, and my nightstands are full of open bibles. Uh, I think about more than I forget, but I don't go around fire expecting not to sweat. And these, know I lay them down, make your bed. Try to kick me while I'm down, I break your leg. Money outweighing 
million problems on a triple beam. I'm sticking to the script. You skipping scenes. Uh, be good or be good at it. Right, I got my semi-automatic. Yeah, put the in my So I cannot play the whole song, all right? But in 1993, Hathaway came up with the original song. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. A lot of songs. Today, we may listen to some songs. I know that some musicians may not be very happy, especially when they hear their songs and some of the samples. Well, I know that some musicians do not like it when their songs are mentioned as, oh, you sample this or you sample that. They don't like it. Some musicians don't like it. So, let's begin. Let's begin, but I beg you, in case you hear anything of the sort, don't go writing on social media. Then think some. Sampling is the reuse. Check this out. Here is a song by Julio Iglesias. As he performs... Love is on our side again. Check this out. In this crazy life, we reach for the best we can. And sometimes it slips away, no matter how we play. We're the best thing in my life. I only hope to make it right. I never thought. The songs are too many, and so I'm forced to shorten it. When this song came, our very own Aquabua, oh, Openi Aquabua, did his version of the song. This was a big jam in Ghana. Let's do more of the covers this morning before we get into the sampling itself. Hey, 
At least now you know where the song came from. I have more for you. Stay with us. Check this out. I have more for you. Now, in 1981, Al Jarreau had a song produced by BJ Graydon and written by Keith Stigall and Roger Mora, released in 1981. Now, check this out. Al Jarreau described the precious and enduring quality of romantic love. Like berries on the vine, it gets sweeter all the time. On this classic, we are in this love together. It's like diamond ring, it's a precious thing. And we never want to lose it. It's like favorite song that we love to sing. Every time we hear the music And we're in this love together We got the kind that lasts forever We're in this love together And like that Did you hear the keyboards? Did you hear the synthesizers in there? Now listen to this carefully. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. So that was in 1981. Charles Amoa gave us a classic album. There was a song on the album. Now, I want you to listen to this carefully. Charles Amoa gave us Somidoshe, right? Where there is an interpolation 
of the song by Al Jero. Now, check this out. When I got closer to Charles Samoa, he made me know that the same person that produced or did the synthesizers and the keyboards in there was the same person that did it in his song. So the keyboard's in there again, which are somewhat. Now stay. Now listen to Algero. We're in this love together. Check this out. We're in this love together. We got the kind that lasts Listen. So, that was in 1981. Beautiful. Let's move on. It's the library, folks. In case you just tuned in, tweets with the hashtag, the library, T-H-E-L-I-B-R-A-R-Y. I got more for you. It's the library with Andy Dusty. All you need on your radio and more. Joy 99.7 FM. Reggie Rock Stone. Father or grandfather of hip life. Grandpapa. <laughs> Reggie Rock Stone. Give us a classic. Sweetie. Sweetie. Now when Reggie came, Charlie, it was something else. Reggie sampled a lot of songs. Now, let's discuss his classic, Sweetie Sweetie. Here is Reggie Rockstone explaining why he chose this Sweetie Sweetie sample. When I was growing up, just like people of different, uh, from different times, had songs that were uh, deemed romantic, you know. If you listen to Uncle Quadrantry music to some people from a certain time, it was an ode for romance, you know. So there's certain songs that I grew up listening to that um, always indicated romance. And uh, Alexander O'Neill, uh, that sample that we used for Sweetie Sweetie was one of them. Um, I had already decided to write um, a love song 
Because, you know, Ghanaians love love, even though we, we're the least, least romantic people on this planet. We don't even kiss in public. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so um, when it was time for me to speak my, my love song via rap, I needed something soft, something that would evoke that, that emotion in me. And uh, that's, one of the, that's, that's one of the songs that came to mind. Uh, Alexander O'Neill by Alexander O'Neill and that's how and of course it was vetoed by uh, DJ Rab so we sampled that and uh, till this day um, every time older people hear that song they immediately think about uh, my version Sweetie Sweetie yeah now listen to where he picked the sound from Alexander O'Neill. As the light moves in, love takes on new meaning. If you were here, you would know what I mean to say. music of Alexander O'Neill if you were here tonight. Now, co-producer of the song, Zab Malet, also shared why they chose the Alexander O'Neill sample. Oh, no. That Alexander O'Neill feel was actually not my idea. I think it was Reggie's own idea. He came with it. And I think uh, the guy who actually worked on that thing uh, most of the uh, time was Michael Holmes made all I forgot his last name. Home book or Holmesmo or something. Well, yeah, yeah, he worked on that production. I remember, but it was actually Reggie's idea that uh, Alexander Neal feel. And I really love that production because I really love that song. So when we're doing that, we really have a blast. <laughs> nice. Now, the song features ex-radio presenter and dancehall musician Root Eye. Root Eye shared his experience on the Sweetie Sweetie sample of Alexander O'Neill's If You Were Here Tonight. You know, the production and the sampling of Alexander O'Neill's song was done by a gentleman named Mike Cohouse. I think he lives in Staten Island in New York. This guy and I think my memory on that is quite faint, but I think he came together with Zabmale to create that sound, Sweetie Sweetie, the one we put Sweetie Sweetie on. And it was Reggie, it was Rockstone that came up with the idea, you know. Rockstone, coming from this hip-hop background, appreciated sampling from old music and he loved it. If you take a critical look at Reggie's music, you realize that most of the songs had samples from huge James Brown songs and even Fella. So, yeah, sampling was a huge part of our music, you know, from back in the day. And, yeah, it was Reggie that came up with the idea and the producers also appreciated it, so they put it together. I only went in there to lay my vocals on it and I think I did give a great account of myself it's something I've done it's one of my most proudest moments you know the day Reggie said Charlie Rutai get in the booth and do your thing you know I remember it was at um, 
a studio called Combined House of Music. And um, imagine laying your vocals in the presence of um, Zap Mallet, the Almighty, you know, my co-house. Um, Reggie himself was the DJ Rob, may he rest in peace, and a few others. And I think he had a few radio presenters as well, you know, on the day I was playing my vocals on that song because he had, like, many, many people in the room, you know. I was so tense somehow, so I didn't even, I can't even remember all the faces here. But, yeah, I mean, that sampling was really good. Okay, so that was Root Eye. Now, I asked him a question that blew his mind. How he got on the Sweetie Sweetie song. Now listen to his response. Wow. Wow. You know, this is the very first time ever anyone is asking me, Rutai, how did you get on that Sweetie Sweetie song with Reggie Rockstone? And I understand, you know, I think people think that because I was always seen around Reggie, you know, Reggie's boy, you know, so they gave him the opportunity. No, it didn't happen like that. I had to earn it. I earned it. <laughs> I had to, you know, play all the tricks in the world, you know, that I had at my fingertips to get Reggie's attention for him to say, you know what, me and you go do a song. <laughs> there was a bounty killer song that was always on my lips and I created my version of it. And each time I heard a dancehall beat or hip hop, whatever beat that I heard, I would try sitting this verse on a beat. It went a little something like this. It says, from them boys stepping out the place, them they look war. The only thing they matter about them big XLR. But men have no time figure blur. But if you continue talk on route, I get mad. Pick up me mic, me I go pop off ya. Yeah. I pick your little body, put in a the body bag. Bad man full of criminal plot. <laughs> you know, I was singing this song all the time. Now there was this event at a cotton club or when it was called Lebaron or something like that. And it was a concert to launch a beer called Ingoma, Ingoma Beer, and it was being organized by Pigeon Music. So Panji and his team were putting together their setup for the night. And I had gone in with Reggie and DJ Rab and a few other boys, Chakwan and all that, you know, for the sound check. And um, during the sound check, a beat was dropped and I was sitting right by Reggie and like I said I needed to employ all my tricks in the world to get Reggie's attention by not telling him that I could do music or I was into music because he didn't know that the only person that knew that I had the talent to do music was DJ Rab may his soul rest in perfect peace because DJ Rab was my boy DJ Rab was actually my neighbor I had become sort of like his tour guide and I was taking him places until we met Reggie and Freddie on this Wednesday night at the Maracan Mirage nightclub there's so much story to tell so um we're together during that night at the Cotton Club, you know, having the sound check. When the beat dropped and I started toasting on the beat, Reggie was like, what? Ruta, is that you? <laughs> then he said, Freddie, you ever heard this guy? Freddie said, no. He said, Charlie Ruta, I do up again. <laughs> and that was it. But even after that, well, he started, like, telling people, Charlie, you ever heard this guy? You'll always ask people, Charlie, this be Ghana Beanie Mano. And he'll be like, Charlie, do something, do something. You know, bust that your thing. And I'll do it. He kept doing that. But all that time, the recording was going on. The recording of Reggie's Maka Maka album was going on. 
and I knew that I needed to have a track with him on that album because he had done a few collabs with a few of the cats who used to come by the studio and I knew that I needed to have my voice on there so one day I just called him over the phone and because I couldn't even have like a face-to-face conversation with him <laughs> you know so I called him I said Rage I have a verse you know and he said okay make a hear and he was ready to listen to all the young men like that you know he would listen to anybody you know just trying to figure out who he can give some exposure to so I said um, I have this song um, you know what we'll do a song together we'll do a song together when did he come around I said tomorrow he said yeah we'll go do a song together and that was it so one day he lays a track combined out of music and then he says Ruta this one me ain't go do this one this one you go sing on this one <laughs> and on this day there was um, my co-house Mike Smith and then there was um, Mike Holbrook Smith. And then there was um, uh, Mr. Mallet, Zap, the largest, DJ Rab, and I think um, a gentleman by name, the producer of Smash TV at the time, was called um, Abigi Nana Champon. He was there also, you know, and a few other cats. And um, he said, Chararuta, go in your booth and, and, and do your thing. So I go in the booth, and I think I gave... Um, I gave the best verse I've ever done in my life to that song, City City, that afternoon. But I needed to, you know, because I needed to prove a point. There were too many faces in the studio. Zap had to put the light off because he thought I was tensed. You know, so Zap said, Charlie, make I put the light off. Ruta, do your thing. You know, because after the first take, everyone in the room was, like, utterly shocked to hear me because I was the guy that never spoke because I have always lived by this principle that until you've opened your mouth no one knows whether you are knowledgeable or not and so if you don't want to give yourself yawa the best thing to do when you find yourself around people that know more than you do is to just keep quiet I was young I had the opportunity to be around Reggie all the time because of DJ Rab and I thought these guys were speaking a certain music language that was way beyond my comprehension and I needed to break it down and so I was always with the group but never spoke and so when I had the opportunity to go in the boat to do my thing it was a shock to everyone that night Abigi said you know what the producer for Smash TV said I did go London tonight I'm coming back on Monday when I come back me and you go do your album <laughs> And that also, you know, is another story because he was the guy that paid Zap to put me in there to go do a few tracks, you know, that weren't released for whatever reason. That's another story. So this is how I got on the Sweetie Sweetie track, Reggie. Wow. And that was Rutai, who featured on the Sweetie Sweetie song. People, here is Reggie Rockstone featuring Rutai with Sweetie Sweetie. Here on the library, Joy 99.7 FM.
sample it was properly done it was properly done lord now reggie rock stone with all the samples he was making chale i mean yeah reggie and he did it so well he did them so well that was another he did and i loved it now here is reggie rock stone Sampling a song by Shade Edu, and that was something else. Now, before that, at the time they were sampling, well, sampling was rare in Ghana. Here's Reggie telling us about whether he achieved his aim with the sampling. Check this out. Yes, indeed, sampling was rare. Maybe it's safe to say that it was non existent, but because we came from hip hop. And this is all how and what we knew. It was very cool and natural and normal for us to sample. So, um, yeah, it worked uh, because, you know, good music is good music. And doing uh, renditions and uh, versions and samples uh, of songs that we grew up to, yeah, it did definitely worked. It was definitely a big experiment. Okay. So Reggie Rock still sampled a song 
by the stylistics. I just don't know what was going through his mind at the time. Now, the stylistics have this song, People Make the World Go Round. It's a song written by Tom Bell and Linda Creed, originally recorded by the stylistics and released in 1972. The final single from their self-titled debut studio album. Now, the stylistics in 1971, well, it reached number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart, number 25 on the Adult Contemporary Chart, and number 6 on the Soul Singles Chart in the U.S., produced by Tom Bell. Now, Reggie Stone used this for Cho Boy. Check this out. Here is the original song by the stylistics. People make the world go round. Ashman didn't get much rest today Sample for Reggie's Chore Boy.
here talking. I've seen most of your tweets coming in and I need to share. All right, stay with us. Okay. Let's check out some of the tweets. Here we are. Once you send it, please tweet to the hashtag, the library. Shikome says, in tuned, hashtag the library. Quietly listening, samples upon sampling. At Rough Rock says, already said with my pen and pad for insights into our music industry. The library is back with Andy Dusty. Clock it up. Ice Young GA says, Andy, please, who was the first artist or producer to do the first sample in Ghana? It's loud inside the Guazum City. Hey, Charlie, that one there, it will be some way. Hey, but people have done samples, though. People have done sampling and covers. It don't be now. It don't be now. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it don't be now, Charlie. It don't be now. He said, if you make I remember something. Wait, Ice Young, thank you very much. Now, check this out. I want you to listen to this. This was the Rumblers. Y'all know the Rumblers International Band, right? Okay. Give me Rumblers. Listen to it carefully. Okay, let me stay here. Now, with this song, well, y'all know the Rumblers, right? Now, the Rumblers dance band were formed in 1962 as a result of the big band High Life Boom instigated by E.T. Mensa. The Rumblers were one of Ghana's most popular touring and recording groups throughout the 60s and 70s. And here they are. When they recorded the Concomba medley, Nana Ampim Dakun, formerly George Dakun, did his version. right there. Allah. <laughs> Why <Well>, you? <laughs> Let's get back to the Ramblers. Let's continue with the medley.
and that was Ramblers. Okay, now check this out. Jack Daku comes in again. You pushed me into doing this by going back to way back in the time how it was done. But Judge Daco always giving us hits. Here he is again. Now I want you to listen to this song carefully. At least you know who has tapped into this one right here. With this song, you will love it so much because. One of our very own has tapped into it. Why? This is the library. In the library, we don't disturb. I said, one of our very own, not just one, two actually. Now, the producer of this record was my classmate. <laughs> His name is French Kiss DJ. Now, FK Records. Now, Girl, I will love you on Monday. Kiss on your lips on Tuesday. I miss you something on Wednesday. It's on Thursday. I 
And the song features is RC featuring Lord Paper. Now, as you all know, the reason I said one of us tapped into it, and not even one, but later on found out that another RC had also joined the fray. Sarkodie tapped into it. And I can tell you for a fact that it was even me that led to the owner of the song or the composer and that they sought permission from George Daco. The title Coachella was the second promo single Sarkodie released from his album, No Pressure. He features Ghanaian rapper Kwesi Arthur on this up-tempo cut. While Sarkodie hails his lover's moves, drawing comparisons with dance at the music festival Coachella and featuring Kwesi Arthur, produced by MOG, released on June 2nd in the year 2021. Keep your tweets coming and I'm going to read them on air. It's the library with Andy Dusty. Seven FM. 
Ashes My Way off his eponymous album released in 1997 was a popular R&B song that spawned a hit single and music video. Here, Ashes' smacking skills are on full display. The character in the song is talking to the boyfriend of the character's love interest, how his girl likes him better. His reasons include satisfying her better sexually than her boyfriend does, having fun more together and not neglecting her needs. Now, with this song, Nana King did a great job sampling it for the late... That's a great job, man. Hi, Charlie. And you're easy. And you're easy. Dito, dito. Quiet. Number four. Your mama is coming down free. And don't know me, I know. The other trend, you mean, who's you? Could be some to the ditos and let's get to the ditos one person that did it so well well red rock stone <laughs> and his producers <laughs> they did it so well so yes reggie i asked him but at the same time i asked him that at the time something was rare remember i wanted to ask him earlier did he achieve his aim? Yes, indeed. Sampling was rare. Maybe it's safe to say that it was non-existent. But because we came from hip-hop, and this is all how and what we knew, it was very cool and natural and normal for us to sample. So, um, yeah, it worked. Uh, because, you know, good music is good music. And doing uh, renditions and... 
uh, versions and samples uh, of songs that we grew up to. Yeah, it definitely worked. It was definitely a big experiment. That was Reggie Rockstone telling us about the sampling, how they achieved their reign. Let me read some of your comments. I guess that will give me enough time to work on it. Let me read some of your comments. A 95 volunteer said that Cibre 2 has sung on a lot of sampling songs by her legends of the game. Oh, that's it, really? I have more, plenty. I have plenty. <laughs> Papa Kwasi already said this is quite enlightening. Obviously, sampling seems normalized then, and the practice wasn't really illicit, regardless of whether it was impermissible or not. I guess originators are now apprised about the benefits of copyright. So it's lost and stringent now. Mm-hmm. Who else? I just as 47 Sandy Dusty Chale, you did for my way, Asha. Sad as But the title is Odonkomo. Odonkomo. Not sad. Odonkomo. Adiba says, Andy, today I did not go to work because of the library. I can't wait to hear Bisakede's samplings. Bisa, has he? Well, not that I know of. I don't think I know any of Bisa's something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Abra Kojo says, Hello, boss Andy. I think Aquabo Sense is Sleeping Child by Michael Lance Rock must be looked at. Both songs are great. Thank you. The library. Eh. You do say they are your producers. They are extensive producers. <laughs> we always have extensive, uh, extended producers. They also come in to share their, their ideas. I like that. I like that. We are learning. Ice Young says, hashtag the library is real educating us. Thank you to Andy Dusty for bringing such a wonderful program on radio. It's loud inside Zoom City 5000. A DMS Brain says, the library is a great radio program. The level of research and professionalism is unmatched. And it does to you are the go-to on radio. Well, thank you. Mancha GH says, Andy, what is the difference between